Don't touch the microphone. <laughs> My senior year of high school, I had one of the best English teachers of all time, Dr. Wells. She was exacting and expected the absolute best from her students. At the beginning of the year, she instructed us that if we began a sentence with a conjunction or plenty of other rules, we would immediately get a 50 on our paper. 50. <laughs> Many of us laughed thinking that she was bluffing because who would actually do that? And then when the first round of papers came back, over half the class got a 50, me included. I began a sentence with, yet Lady Macbeth, dot, dot, dot. I still stew over this today. I should probably preach a sermon on letting things go and grace, <laughs> but that's not today. <laughs> Instead, what is sticking with me about Dr. Wells is the way that she taught the book Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. I don't want to spoil this for you if you haven't read it or will be required to read it. But the main character, Marlo, has to go um, to uh, the Congo. He works for a Belgian company, and he has to go sail down the Congo to meet a man named Kurtz. And Kurtz is uh, a wonderful sailor and businessman and uh, esteemed the great Kurtz. And unfortunately for Marlo, when he gets down there, he realizes the way that the Europeans are treating all of the native peoples in Africa, the way that they are forcing them into labor and killing them, putting their skulls on stakes. And this is rampant throughout the book. And so Marlo realizes that Kurtz is not actually a good man. And Marlowe has a choice to make. Does he become like them? Does he accept this new truth of the way things are and rise up in the company, make lots of money? Or does he stay true to who he is, to his inner values, truths, and ethics? Dr. Wells, when she would teach this book, would look at her students and say, there will be times in your life, times of darkness, when you will have to ask yourself, have you gone astray? You're going to have to redirect your moral compass. And then she said, in fact, it's a good thing every so often to do a moral inventory of yourself, to see just how close you're staying to the truth of who you are. The author in the second letter to Timothy reminds me of Dr. Wells. This is a call back to the foundation of who this Christian community is. Remember or continue in your beliefs in Jesus. Remember the people who taught you your faith. Read your scripture. It's where this all comes from. Be persistent in your faith and in your good works. Do we remember what our core beliefs are as a Christian community? Are we being persistent, living them day in and day out, 
Or are we drifting away from the truth? Our epistle goes on to say, For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. Forgetting our truth as Christians and going in search of easier and more comfortable answers is far more tempting. And it's far more tempting just in our national discourse. In America, we seem to be guessing more and more of what the truth is. People are starting to bring up, well, what is the truth? Just this week, Alec Jones was back in the news. Jones is a radio syndicated host who runs the platform InfoWars. InfoWars is worth over $270 million a year. This is not a fringe thing. And he just recently went on trial for spreading the false truth that the Sandy, Her Sandy Hook massacre didn't really happen. He also has said that 9-11 was an inside job, that Obama was not really an American, and also that the last election was stolen, among other things. You can also buy his supplements on Amazon. <laughs> Alex Jones says he believes what he claims. Anybody can believe what they claim. Have you ever talked yourself into a lie? Told yourself something enough times that you come to believe it? That doesn't make it the truth. But this is not fringe anymore. And while Jones is the most toxic anti-truthers out there, we are surrounded by commercials and claims of half-truths, of lies, pills about dieting, aging, pyramid schemes, ways to find instant happiness, easy way outs. But there are many frightful and even bigger societal lies out there. The belief that upper class and middle class people deserve more rights or a better quality of life than the working class people. The lie that climate change isn't real. The lie that one race is superior to another. That we should welcome some people and not others. We can easily start to buy into these lies or half-truths when it's all around us. Throughout history, we've seen lies masqueraded as truths. We have seen slavery said to be a truth, a way of the land. Women not being able to own property. I had to explain this to my five-year-old yesterday. This was a truth. This is just the way things are. This is a truth. No. What is our truth? We can be like Marlowe, and we can decide to self-correct, or we can just go with the fray. It can be easy to get away from who we are, from who our core value, what our core values are. But as Christians, our core values hang on two things. Love God and love your neighbor. We are people of love. That is our truth. 
We are people who are called to serve one another, people whose lives are built on hope and resurrection. These are our truths. That's why I love the lyric from Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing so much. Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Prone to wonder. Hmm. How is it that we remember the truth of who we are as God's beloved children? The truth that nothing we do or say can ever separate us from the love of God. Let us let this knowledge seep into our bones. Whether it's spending time with Holy Scripture, as our author and Timothy suggest, the Scripture where we get so much wonderful guidance, whether it's through time and meditation, prayer, service to others, how do you connect to your truth? It's going to be easy to go astray if we don't know what our anchor is, where our compass is pointing. Live into this truth. Know that it's there. That God is with you and is the truth of all. Amen.